to the Dossier Podcast with your host, Jordan Schachtel. So today I was listening to the White House press briefing, and Jen Psaki, the um, White House press secretary, was asked a question from one of the corporate press stenographers, and it had something to do with, well, you know, will you guys implement and support the lockdowns if the COVID cases go back up? And for a while, I was kind of thinking about what will happen when the inevitable respiratory season comes back. And I've long been a bit concerned that, especially in these lockdown states, there's every reason to believe that these lockdowns are going to come back. Um, And Saki, in her response, basically said that she would be, the, the Biden administration would be supportive of these measures. Because why not? You know, they've been propagandized into believing that we can actually, you know, for the first time in human history, avoid the annual respiratory season, which we used to call flu season. But now during COVID mania, we just um, have lost the ability to think clearly about anything. So any type of variant or uh, scary news story is uh, apparently enough to justify these power-hungry public health officials, so-called public health officials, to recommend, um, you know, the ruining of tens of millions of lives, the closure of businesses, these mask mandates, uh, you know, these vaccine passports. And, um, you know, during this COVID mania process, many became convinced that this can be stopped by human intervention. So why won't these same citizens demand more of the same in the coming months when either another, you know, COVID strain or just influenza comes back into play. And these people have been led to believe that masks stop the flu, which is patently, you know, baseless and ridiculous. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit concerned for the, for the lockdown states here. Not so much concerned. You know, I'm, I'm living in Florida right now. Not at all concerned about Florida. If you have good political leadership, I don't think that you should be concerned unless you're living in an area um, like there's some places in Florida, like Miami, that were kind of crazy with the masks. Or if you're living in like a major uh, urban area, you might have some kind of concerns, even if you're in a in more of a free state. Um, But, you know, here in Florida, COVID-19 isn't really a conversation topic anymore. You can almost identify people, but as tourists by you know if they're wearing a mask outside it's just kind of like in my area it's just way out of the um way out of the ordinary so you assume that these people are like corporate press uh sycophants or you know hyper political activists that think Ron DeSantis is is dumping that the alligators in in the or dumping these bodies in the Everglades you know these like blue and on conspiracy theories that he's uh feeding COVID patients to the, to the gators to keep the numbers down. Uh, so those, those type of people, you know, they'll, they'll wear their masks or they'll freak out if you're within five feet of them at a CVS. But uh, I, I think in the free states, we're in a very healthy position moving forward. And even if, you know, the, the respiratory season comes around, um, we don't really have much to worry about because we have decent political leadership that is you know, kind of like woke on the issue of, of freedom and would never make the same mistake and lock, locking down the people again. 
Um, but the same can't be said about large swaths of the U.S., unfortunately. And I've been spending some time in the Northeast this summer, and I found that the topic is still very much consuming these people, uh, really in lockdown states. So the masks are coming off for sure. You know, places are opening up, but again, they've been programmed to accept a potential reset in their future right back to square one. And I'm seeing that the powers that be, the Fauci's, these academics in Ivy League institutions that are respected by people who care immensely about credentials only um, and not really facts and data, they've been relying on these people for the whole of the pandemic. So why won't they go back to them when these people tell them that there's a reason to panic? So there's a lot of talk about Delta variant. Now it's a Lambda variant. And I've written extensively about these variants. And what you find about these variants is that there's really no basis behind this stuff. What they do is they nitpick a particular region of the world or a country that's having some kind of outbreak and they say, oh, that must be because this new variant is super deadly. Um, they did this in India, but as you've noticed, they're kind of moving on from India because the, the cases and deaths like, dramatically decreased after a couple weeks. Um, now they're moving on to Peru and they're saying, oh, the Lambda variant so bad. Look at how many people died in Peru. It must be the Lambda variant. And this is the only association that they make. But again, when they're talking about these variants, they want to keep you compliant, programmed, afraid, ready to, you know, as Fauci says, he says, so you got to keep your guard up, whatever, whatever that means. Like we're, we're in this like long term fight against against a sub microscopic infectious particle. So, uh, yeah, like in the Northeast, there's still retail stores maniacally wiping down counters after every purchase. You still see the plexiglass everywhere. Um, and you still see people wearing masks. So, you know, they're not entirely gone from the COVID mania. I think they're much, there's much more normalcy in the Northeast and, you know, in, in California. But it, it's interesting because even prior to the vaccine rollout, uh, no matter what you think about the efficacy of these vaccines, COVID has shown to kind of operate, at least the cases that are pinging positive are coming in a seasonal pattern. And if you look at this point last year, it was very much the same. And we didn't even have any you know, vaccines available in terms of the numbers, the cases. There's really, so with this upcoming vet respiratory season, we know it's gonna happen. Um, there's reports already that these vaccines aren't really stopping people from getting COVID. The argument is now that it's going to make your COVID less severe, but it used to be that you're not going to get COVID. Um, that doesn't seem to be proven true because in, in places like Israel now, there's a substantial amount of vaccinated people, um, infected with COVID. So, uh, it's not like people are going to stop testing positive for this thing. And I think that when the fall and the winter comes, and if you look at the, the, the seasonal respiratory patterns, it happens every single year. 
So it's inevitable. Um, I think that this coming season will also act, unfortunately, as another booster um, for these big pharma organizations like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. They're going to sell you on another dose, <laughs> and it's uh, it's sad to see that because we're not really even sure, you know, the status of these first two doses. So now they're going to go for the third dose. There's billions of dollars on the line and you're going to see a very relentless push is my prediction. And there will be, and they're already starting to talk about it. These, uh, you know, these, these variants that evade the vaccine, the, the vaccine only works for your third dose now. And since I, I've also covered this topic at length in the dossier in the written version on Substack, there's a lot of corruption and deceit in big pharma. They stand to make billions of dollars. They've inserted their lobbyists everywhere in DC, everywhere on television. Um, President Trump's Operation Warp Speed chief left Moderna to go to go work for, for the vaccine rollout. There's all kinds of weird things that happened during that time, but they are certainly going to try to get their money's worth and the fear element really helps them so much because they just you know, stand to make billions of dollars. And, and if you think they're going to pass up on that, you, you're, you're crazy. So the Delta and Lambda fear, uh, the, these public health bureaucrats will um, you know, certainly work together with these institutions. And then the press loves this stuff, right? Because CNN, MSNBC, you know, even the right wing uh, New York Post, Wall Street Journal, they love talking about um, these these panicked these situations that'll instill panic into people because it gets readers. Uh, these things get viewers. It, the, the sad state of our, our corporate press, um, we really they, it was really on display for the last entire year and a half, and you know I, I think that. If there's a harsh influenza season in the fall or a COVID season, the people are going to almost demand their own lockdown in these lockdown states. So you guys who are living there need to do what you can in your communities to kind of have like a preemptive plan for dealing with this because you know how they're going to operate. These people believe that Chinese communist lockdowns are, are responsible for stopping a virus. They believe that a cloth mask stops a virus. They believe that staying six feet apart stops a virus. What does that mean? That means that they'll demand restrictions on themselves because they think that this also will stop the flu. Push this madness on you, especially the way that political leadership is in America today. They have every reason to try to capitalize on another crisis. So. Hopefully you have a plan of action in mind. Maybe that means physically moving to a, an area that will probably be more free when, when the cooler season comes or, or doing something with your local community, your township, even you know, a small city if you can gather enough people to influence these politicians. But we should be working with these, you know, these politicians and, and, and bureaucrats now but before the mess arrives, before they go crazy, you know, try to educate who you can, um, people that you think can be persuaded. There's always going to be a bunch of people that are propagandized by this stuff and will never 
change whatsoever and they're kind of just hopeless. But there's a lot of people around who might see the light. So we need to do what we can to preemptively avoid another devastating series of lockdowns. The best thing you can do, of course, is to move your feet physically into a more accommodating state. But if you can't do so, you need to prepare your community as best you can to withstand the inevitable madness that might come to your state.